Welcome back, everybody. Slim Slam and the Bandwagon fan at it again for your NFL Week 9 review show. I'm Slim, he's Slam, and to my left, that is the Bandwagon fan. As always, brought to you by the Jersey Cartel. And as you can see, Slam, my friend, I'm yes. sporting the first element of Slim Slam and the Bandwagon fan merch provided by the Jersey Cartel. So I guess we'll put it out there on the socials if anyone wants to get behind that idea. Maybe it's have tough. a look. But first and foremost, before we get into anything else, boys, how are we? Mate, I'm doing well, but I'll tell you one thing. It's incredibly hot tonight. It is really hot. And man. the boys might be working up a sweat putting this one together. Yeah, so it's, it's muggy. This is very, very tough work in here. And, mm. But someone's got to do it. And obviously, we've signed up for that gig. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll quit our... Doing um, it for the fans. We're doing it for the fans, yeah, indeed. Pay's terrible. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Pro bono work. We're, we're probably below market. But hey, <laughs> Stasi, with that said, and speaking of markets... Um, do you want to take us through the good call and bad call, or maybe the rise? I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. Good call, bad call is one of my favourite segments because yep. it gives me a chance to actually pick the questions. Yes, well, it's always good. <laughs> You'll take that. Yes. yes. <laughs> first question here, or the first good call, bad call that I have is yeah. Patrick Mahomes should be the new MVP favourite. Good wants? call, bad call. Who wants this? Ah, oh, it's a toss up, Blaze. I'm sure yeah. we'll have very contrasting opinions. <laughs> Did you want to go or do you want me to go? I'll, I'll get it going. All right, you get it going. I think going. he's certainly making a case at the moment. Um, the, the numbers are stacking up. We're talking four to five touchdowns in the last two weeks. We're talking Each game. Each game. Yeah. We're talking massive, massive numbers in terms of air yards um, with the exception of that game in the snipe in Denver where he didn't have to. Um, I think you're just starting to look at a guy that is proving that all this hot talk about Russell Wilson, everything he was kind of putting together, he's just stopping and starting a little bit. Now, I'm not writing him off, don't get me wrong. Mm. Not, not any way, shape, form or how. But I think that resume is starting to build again for a previous winner that probably deserves some more credit than he's getting at the moment. I think the thing is, Blaze, because of how remarkable Mahomes has been for the first two seasons, he's still being remarkable now. And it's almost becoming just like par for the course and yeah. people aren't even... He's setting unreal expectation yeah, upon not himself. not even like... Registering how amazing what he's doing is, that he's like had like twenty seven touchdowns and one interception for nine games. Speaks to how That's high he's godly. So how high he set that bar yeah. on that. So he's had twenty five touchdowns on the year, which is second in the NFL. Correct. He's had one interception, which is the least from starting quarterbacks in the league. Yep. And he's thrown for two thousand six hundred eighty seven yards, which is second, second in the league. Mm-hmm. And he's first in the NFL for offensive yards. Mm-hmm. So he is absolutely flying. Yes. He hasn't really had a bad game, and being on the team he is, their record is going to you would end up thinking almost be that 15 and 1, 14 and 2 type, which is going to help him favourably. And the thing is with uh, Russell Wilson, we said this at the start of the year, the very, very start, the Seahawks go how Russell goes. So when when they lose, it's on him, which is going to hurt his chances. And we are starting to see a, a little bit of a stop-starting notes for the Seahawks. I mean, we saw it with the Cardinals um, taking them all the way. There's been a lot of games this year where the Seahawks have needed that last drive or, or over time to get over the line. And obviously a big loss Happening to the Bills the this week. as well. Yep, correct. So, so that's yeah. a, there's some question marks starting to form there a little bit. And it's, it's definitely a watch the space from us. I know it definitely matters how many games you win. And I think the Chiefs would probably yes, going to win more so. games than the Seahawks are. And all you need to know with that one is it. it the, um, the MVP line on Sportsbet slid into our DMs this morning from your good self, Ch- uh, and, um, you know, Please don't ever call me Chuffy. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all over it quick smart. So, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to seeing how that one well, unfolds. Mahomes is at about 325 still on Sportsbet. Yep. And that is why I would have them level, him and Russell, I'd yep. have them level at the moment. So yep. that's maybe a bit of value for any sports fans out there who don't mind a bit of a punt. Absolutely. Moving on, my friend. 
Uh, good call, cool, bear call. Cool. The 2020 quarterback draft has already surpassed the 2018 quarterback draft. And for those playing at home before I hand over to you guys, so uh-huh. the 2018 draft had Mayfield, Darnold, Josh Allen, Rosen, and Lamar Jackson. Yep. Whereas the 2020 draft, we're predominantly talking about Herbert. We're mm-hmm. talking about Tua. And we are also talking about Joe Burrow. Yeah. So I think I've, I'll take this one quickly and then pass to you, Chucky, for more numbers and whatnot. But I think on face value at the moment... You've got the MVP, Lamar Jackson, in that class. And mm-hmm. you've got Josh Allen, who is having a bit of a breakout year this year now. Um, and obviously three, or well, certainly Baker is a, is a question mark. And then a couple that have really struggled. So Darnold, obviously situationally, and Josh Rosen bouncing around team to team. Um, and then you look at this year, and I mean, Herbert and Burrow really establishing themselves as, you know, market level kind of quarterback certainly if not a bit mm. above at the moment and Tua has looked really good two wins in his first two games two reasonable mm. scouts too for that matter absolutely um, so I guess at this stage I'm going to find it very hard to go a good call against a team against a draft class that has an MVP in it however I think that case is certainly being built at a rate of knots no I would I would say that the 2021 is better than the 2018 one mm-hmm. based on the fact that from what I've seen from the three quarterbacks from this cl- draft class already Blaze I reckon you've got three uh, foundation quarterbacks like franchise quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks yep. that yep. you're going to have for the next 10 years definitely in each of those teams I would have thought barring some sort of horrific injury or something of the like on that nature mm-hmm. whereas what have we got Darnold who already looks like he might not even be in New York next year Baker. we've got Baker who oh, days are numbered if you ask me Rosen. and then Rosen who hasn't even really had a start so yeah. Alan's really looking alright but then Lamar's already starting to drop off a little bit so yeah I would say that so far the 2020 draft class has been better than the 2018 draft obviously class obviously it's still early doors a little bit it's but very think, early doors but yeah. I think the promise we've seen out of these quarterbacks in the short sample size we do have yeah, is yeah. almost better than what we've seen out of some of those 2018 candidates sure. I think maybe by the end of the year we can make a pretty definitive statement I would have thought yeah I would have thought yeah. so Leads into my next good call, bad call. Yep. And I might f- chuck over to Slammer for this one first. Of course. Kyle Murray is a better version of Lamar Jackson. Good well, call, bad call. Well, you could go either way, I reckon, couldn't you? Because like, they're probably very similar in the run aspect of the game. Um, but I'd say probably Baltimore has like shifted their play style to suit mm. Lamar more than Arizona have. Because they've essentially got one of the worst O-lines getting around. Yep. Um, and then... In terms of pure pocket passer, I think Kyler is definitely ahead of Lamar Jackson for sure. So, uh, not a bad call there from you, Schnell. I think the key stat with that one before I throw over to you, Blaze, is yep. Kyler Murray's the first quarterback through eight games to have 2,000 passing yards and 500 rush yards. I think the question that's going to come with, and it is coming with Lamar Jackson, it has been for a little while now, is obviously the playoff success and then this passing ability that he's got. Now, if you're a one-trick pony, and I'm not saying he is necessarily, but he's had this massive breakout year, and we've seen it before, where guys do something really different and fresh and fun and all the rest of it, and then NFL defenses that they do, they figure RG3 you out. springs to mind. Correct. So, you know, I'm not saying that Lamar's done or writing him off or anything like that, but I think... There, those questions seem to me this year anyway starting to become a bit louder and a bit more clear that you know maybe these these holes in his game I don't, I don't know if they should call them holes but there's certainly an area there that I would probably say that Kyle is yeah he's probably in that kind of conversation Baltimore's definitely got a better defense as well that are supporting mm. him on the offense as well so that probably ties into it as well that's making mm. Lamar look even better than he is as well absolutely good call from you Slammer good call last good call bear call I have mm-hmm the New York Jets will finish at zero and sixteen. So off the back of a absolute game, mm. they probably shouldn't have lost today against the Patriots. Mm. Their last games to round out the season against the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Patriots. 
Personally, I would love for them to finish 0-16 because that means I'll just get a hoard of um, a little bit more sports bets, mythical gold, mm. which would be nice. And I was a bit jumpy this afternoon or this morning um, when it wasn't looking too flash with old Joe Flacco back at the helm. That's but so uh, I think with that coming home and the Patriots obviously having close one today, but it will be reverse in Boston. I think um, I can't really see it happening. Can you, Slammer? Well, I would have said, Blaze, probably the best two chances for the Jets in those remaining games would probably be the Patriots again. Mm. And then, because let's be honest, the Patriots have been on a terrible skid for the last four games as well. And who knows what sort of position they'll be in later in the year. And then probably the other one's the Chargers, depending on how the Chargers go. The other thing to consider here is the, the, the draft and whether or not that is a good idea for them to win. Now, I'm not ever saying that the, the players wouldn't try to win, but there is some franchise kind of constraints on maybe what is best for them moving forward. Well, they're only contending consider. with one team now, one win. Correct. So that's Jacksonville. Jacksonville. So the Giants yeah. got their second win. Yep. Um, and who was the other one? The Texans, the Texans have got two wins now. So they're not, you know, they're, the two games clear in a sense. Yes. So they'll, either, they'll be able to take Fields or Lawrence, but yeah, I do agree with you. If it comes down to the back end of the season against that Patriots... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, how much do you really want? Like, yeah, it's, zero what's 16 the difference? or Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, exactly. I know what I'd be taking but like, when you're already that bad. Let, like, let's not guarantee that if they get the number one pick that Trevor Lawrence goes there either because it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. That we ha- like, we've seen quarterbacks before get be touted as a like, definitive number one pick and just refuse to go and play there. Well, this is true as well. That's obviously... Like Eli Manning did it That's in San Diego and then yep. a long time before that, John Elway did it. In Baltimore, it's a so, storyline to follow as we move into the off season. If I was Trevor Lawrence, I wouldn't be a junior as well. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have to come out. He doesn't have to at all. And I think, but even if he does, I wouldn't be surprised if he like forced them into trading. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sure that the Jets trading that away wouldn't be the best thing for them anyway, because they got a lot of glaring needs, and probably the quarterback's probably not the biggest one. Yeah. If he had some help around him, he might be a hell of a lot better. You put some help around Donald. We haven't completely written Donald off yet. No, no I so haven't. He's no, just we got haven't. terrible supporting cast. Not a great offensive line yet, and then. The coach is, I think, a problem. It would be an issue, though, if the Jets go down your route. And I'm not saying it's a bad route at all, because I think mm. you're completely right. If you can get a horde of picks or players for that, yeah. that'd be a good way to try and fix that franchise. But if they don't pick Trevor Lawrence and he turns out I to know. be what everyone yeah, thinks, yeah, yeah, then yeah. it'd be but very Jets. So. If that's what everyone thinks he's going to be, imagine the, the haul they could get. Yeah. Like yeah. We're talking about a ridiculous amount of draft picks in return. Exactly. One thing as yep. well, the Jets do have, I'm not sure they're a very attractive free agency spot. No. They've got the second most projected cap space for next season. So that's yeah. almost one to watch. Yeah, as well. yeah, absolutely. But they'll be an interesting team. Something's got to give there. Because it's just, you know, this is mediocrity after mediocrity. It's well, the first thing it's got to give is case has got to <laughs> yeah, Exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. Is that all you got for me, big Mate, boy? That's all I have tonight. That's Very all I have. Good. We'll work through in the heat too, Point my friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Let me take it from here. We'll jump into the Thursday night football match here where the Packers got over the 49ers. Down. Um, an absolute beat down. The score probably doesn't convey just how bad it was. For no, the it was worse than um, that. Yeah, uh, no 34-17, the Packers got it done here. Aaron Rodgers looked good. Devontae Adams reinforced the fact that he's making a case as the best receiver in the <laughs> Did game. Did say that last week, Blaze. And um, he looked fantastic. I think... In a lot of ways here, San Francisco can be forgiven for just not having enough troops left. But mm-hmm. at the same yep. time, the Packers were fantastic. Yeah, you can no doubt make an argument for that there, Blaze. But yep. as I said last week, this was a statement game and a revenge game for Green Bay after being embarrassed by the Niners twice last year. I don't care who they had on the field for Correct. this weekend's game. The Packers had to win this one to prove to a few people that they could beat the Niners. Mm-hmm. Um and Devontae Adams did exactly what I said last week and went out there and pretty much made a statement that he's the best wide receiver going around like in form currently at the moment 173 yards 10 receptions and a touchdown 
That's just monstrous. Yep. On 12 targets. Oh, it was just a, it was a beastly performance. It really was a statement. Absolutely. That's definitely the word that comes to mind there. Shinazi, any takeaways out of this? Or just did what they had to do? No, the Packers showed up. The Niners, as we said, they've just got to keep trying. We know yep. they're riddled with injuries. We know everything that's going on there. I just think they just need to keep getting the young players out there, getting players like Brandon Ayuk more time on the field, start yep. building a bit more chemistry in some of those um, other skill positions where they're not as strong for next season and, and go from there. But Like I you touched on, they'll get people back. So They'll get people back. No, but they'll this, be, their they'll season, be better next year. Their season's done. Can you imagine, just hypothetically here, if they get a, if they get a really nice pick in that you know, 10 to 20 range and add a, like, a good value pick. Now, I'm not, I know we've, we've touched on the quarterback conversation before. I'm not going there again necessarily. Yeah. I'm talking about worry about the fact this team is going to struggle this year and get a decent pick. They're going to look really, really good next year with an additional um, young talent to add to this already young team yeah. that is looking quite nice. Yeah, you'd think forward. at the moment they'd probably be picking somewhere between 10 and 16, somewhere yeah. like yeah, that sort of area. I think, yeah, that's the, the issue there is they're still going to probably end up winning about seven games. Yeah. So yeah. With, the, with the amount of teams down the bottom this year with low-level wins. What are they wins, at the moment? Yeah. Four and five. Yeah. yeah. They're, gonna, they're not probably going to get a top 10 pick. Um, no. But no. with the amount of quarterbacks that people are after, you know, could some people valid. could be taking some players earlier could or there could be, could be room to trade for them. Yep. Absolutely. Watch your space for the Niners moving forward. I don't think this might be this would probably not be their year, but the Packers made a good statement here, and we'll have a look at the Elite Eight in the um, preview episode coming up shortly. Slammer, your guarantee, mate. That's right. Let's jump into that and get that out of the way. Ha- yeah, yep. yep. Get it on, fellas, because it was an easy one this weekend. No doubts about this yep. one. Easy done. Packers, dollar forty two, yep. smashed it, seventeen points. Steelers, well, that was a bit a bit, bit dicier than I would have liked. And yeah. then the Chiefs actually was probably a bit uh, dicier than we would have liked as well. True. But all three got the job done there. $1.90, 50 into 95. And just a nice little cash builder See, there to get you back on track. I was going to say, you filled your coffers a little bit. I you did. Got, you've got yeah. a bit of play money now. I actually now had two wins forward. on the weekend as well. But I was, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. I went a different route as well. If we're yeah. tooting our own horn, I also got up on the Packers Niners game. <laughs> I, I nice, know you did. A nice little a massive SGM. dollar earner. Yeah. So, um, might get that up on the social. Great weekend on the People get around that, you reckon? Yeah, Tonya didn't get over his line. Yeah, I almost had a eight legger returned twelve hundred from ten and the only one that didn't get up was Tonyan. Yeah. yeah I, had, I, was, I had a seven legger that was pretty about pretty ready to hurt well. myself on yeah. Tonyan, it stung. But, but hey. off the back of nine or was it nine targets a week before just yep. There was nothing there for him this week. We're nice cold. But everyone else was catching him, so it was bizarre. Mm. Hey, into the NFC East here, the Giants and the Washington football team played a game here at Washington Stadium, whatever they want to call it these, FedEx Field. FedEx Field, mate. 23 to 20 was the result here. Danny Stumbles and the boys got over the line. Stumbles, don't mind it. Yeah, Stumbles. Going to shout out to Jersey Cartel for that one. I reckon he flew that my way over the weekend. But um, yeah, a field goal difference here in a game that we kind of got. We got Alex Smith back. Maybe we'll start with that. Yeah, this was a dreadful game of football, Blaze. Yeah. There is no two ways about it. There yeah. is a fumble play. There's that this one play to yeah. sum it up. Yeah, and it's just pretty much the sum up of the NFC East, really, in general. We're about probably, and this is not exaggerating, I would say 11 different people to yeah. I would have said eight. I and could dove on it. Yeah. And yeah. nobody could pick it up. Yeah. Just literally it like... It was just an absolute comedy of errors. It was, it was like something out of the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like, it was horrendous. You'd think at some stage, the ma- the massive bodies that were near the ball, that mm. it would stop moving eventually. Mm. But it just kept going. It's kind of like the NFC East. Like, you'd mm. think it would just stop and die. The but just <laughs> hasn't stopped. Yeah. It is remarkably <laughs> it pathetic. It doesn't stop. And I mean, this is a division now with the Giants winning. I don't mm. know the numbers off the top of my head, but I think everyone's pretty much a game out of... Uh, yeah, it's two and seven, they are. And then the Redskins, oh, sorry, the football team are two football and teams? six. Yeah. And yeah. then, obviously, the Eagles Cow- are three and a, 
a draw as yeah, well, yeah. and then the Cowboys, I think, two wins as well. So that's so. just wild open, isn't it? Which is quite oh, fun. <laughs> it's couldn't, be, couldn't be closer at the top <laughs> in that <laughs> one, Blaze, no doubt. Football drama, right? It was great for me as well because I picked up a tip on the fellas this week because I was yep. the only one that took the Giants. Yeah, you did. Um, yes. Yeah, prejudice or otherwise against the football team, the name, but... Um, yeah, that's really rubbed me the wrong way and it still rubs me the wrong way. So <laughs> best to leave that one, I reckon. Mm. All Did right. you know, J- Let it go. Like Danny, like your mate, Danny yeah. Fumbles, yeah. he is 4-0 all time against the football team. He loves them. 1-16 against everybody else. So he loves it. You know what, you know what I think of as soon as you say that? What? Baker Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. Beats yeah. up on the Bengals. Yeah. Danny Fumbles, Danny Stumbles even, beats mm. up on the football team. Which is an interesting paradox when you talk about the football team's line as being probably their best asset, the de- defensive line. Mm. And you think, Someone that's that Terry McLaurin. Yeah, well, yeah, scary Terry looks really good. He's going to be a really good receiver for many years to come. But we probably spent more time than we needed to on them. The Chiefs and Panthers. Did went we here. mention Alex Smith? Yeah, I kind of, that I kind of touched yeah, on it. So, yeah, for the fans at home who didn't see the game, Kyle Allen dislocated his ankle. Yeah, yeah. and then so he was replaced by Alex Smith. So he had over three hundred yards. Pretty good game actually for him in the end. He would have been fine. But he did throw a few ugly picks. That so, pick the, at the end as yeah, well. There was a couple yeah. late that kind of um, tarnished his. His stat line there is box mm. score, but that's all right. No, yeah. It happens. It was his first hit out, and I think it was his first touchdown since coming back. Did he get one when he played the other week? No, I don't reckon he did. Yeah, yeah, the other week, so. yeah. So congratulations to him. Played. Comeback player of the year back on, on the board there against um, Big Ben. But we'll get to him. The Chiefs and the Panthers, as I was touching on before, 33 to 31 as Slammer touched on before, a bit closer than we would have yeah, liked. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this afterwards, Blaze, and it's probably not as surprising as what it looks, really. Like, when I woke up Monday morning, not, yeah. not feeling too crash hot about 3.30 in the morning, but turned it on, did get start start to doubt it a little bit because I thought to myself, you know, the Panthers have had about a week and a half off from this one because they mm. had the Thursday night game, so they've had even longer to prepare for it. Yep. And then on the flip side of that, McCaffrey's first game back in probably six weeks. Correct. So the Chiefs have got less film that they can review on uh, defense as to how they, the Panthers are going to attack that with the way Curtis Samuel and Robbie Anderson have been playing this year. Mm. So I think the Panthers actually looked quite good on offense Um even though they did end up going down here, but the Chiefs were just too good. Like yeah. Mahomes, 372 yards, four touchdowns, and Kelsey and Hill both went over 110 yards with, with Kelsey going about 159 yards. So pretty good day for uh, both of them. I think a bit bit too much class where it counts. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I'd like to say, though, is Slammer last week talked up the Chiefs' defense. Yeah. And they come out and serve up that and give up 31 points to the Panthers. Mm. Mm. Well, they might have heard you. Yeah. They might have bought yeah, they got a bit flat, but... Do you know this? Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel have actually got the most combined receiving yards for any duo as a teammate in the NFL. Okay. That's a good start. How's that? Okay. How's that for a shot? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Curtis that. Samuel has been sneaky. Like, he's sneaky good. Mm. I think he probably... And probably Robbie Anderson, like we mentioned... Gets used a bit in the running game as well, like yeah. that one, little end arounds and things like that, so... And let's not get um, mistaken here. Like, C-Mac coming back is a massive part of that offense. Oh, definitely. He's, he had a massive stat line it wasn't, as well. But yeah, that wasn't going to be his best game. His no, of course not. Back. No, no, of, no. He's hurt his shoulder again too. He might miss this weekend. Yeah. So you'd be flat about that. Mm. They need... Mm. The Panthers fans would also be flat about that. I think they would be very, very flat. They... they they, the Panthers franchise goes without saying goes as C-Mac goes yeah. so um, hold tight for them but hey the Chiefs another win on the board mm. Titans and the Bears we'd love to start off and thank the Titans yeah we've been saying it all year we've been I've been saying it all yeah, year the Bears yeah. are not a good football team and that yeah. five wins that they have is overinflated <sighs> yep. and it's just ridiculous to think that anyone thought they were a good football team yeah. because they are not their offense yeah. is deplorable and probably one of the uh, worst offenses in the NFL. Yep. They're held up by their defense. 
who's a pretty good defense. Like you that know, anytime you got Khalil Mack leading your defense out there. Yep, they got some and ball a, players. Akeem Nicks out there. Yeah, yep, yep. They've got they got a great defense, and they've also got that young fella from. I've just lost my train of thought. Anyways, we'll come back to you. <laughs> Circle back. But um, oh, Roquan Smith was thinking yes, about. Yes, yes, sorry. Yeah. Um, but the Bears' defense unreal. But they have just been their offense. That was trash under yep. Trubisky. They're not much better under no, Foles. No. They have to do something. They've got to blow that offense up because they've got Allen Robinson. So they've got a good receiver. Yeah. Is there is there play calling factors involved here? Is Matt Nagy getting away with something here? He might be, and yeah. I'm, and. This record just might be saving his skin a bit because well, so, you can only blame Trubisky so much. Yeah. There's not much outside of Alan Robinson, though, is there? There's not. You no, know, yeah, Montgomery's well, you, a service Montgomery's all right. Yeah. I don't know. Cordell Patterson's all right. Like, they've all got kind of flash in the pan type ability. But, but still, consistently, their offense it's nothing is nothing to write nothing home about. It's great. It's yeah. pass. It's pass. I think yeah. um, you summed it up quite well, Shinazi. This was a game that was just dead and buried. And like we mentioned with the earlier game there with the Niners and Packers, this scoreline of, um, what was it again? 24 to 17 was much more generous to the Bears on how much like, yeah, how poor they it were. It wasn't this close. I think the Bears no. scored fairly late Correct. and then had an onside kick. So you know, it was yeah. more of a two-score game than, than it was a one-score game in the yeah. end. Um, AJ Brown had a pretty good game over 100 Massive. yards again. He's flying so, again. But yeah. like, and so he had 101 yards, and Tannehill only threw for 158. So yeah. Yeah. if it wasn't going through him, it wasn't really happening. And he had a big, um, and then Henry a big chunk play too. Yeah, yeah and Henry game. only had like 68 yards on the ground. So yeah. they didn't get a lot done on the Bears' defense. So to still win, you know, pretty easily like that, it's you know, it's a pretty good way to go out. I Derek Henry, first time he's had fewer than 30 yards in the first half in the last three years. Wow, that's, that's massive. Good. Yeah. yeah. That so is a, that's a low first So they've up. obviously set up to... Um, Bit to of a feather of, in the Bears cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, probably they've set themselves in the in the warm-up, in the in the, in the the lead-up to that game to yeah, kind of make a statement there. Away. Unfortunately for them, the defense can't play offense by virtue of the fact it's offense. And, um, yeah. you know, they've just got nothing going on there. It is really quite... It's quite poor. It's been poor for too long. Mm. It's just a bit of a... It's a comedy, really. Yeah. Um, and it would suck to be a Chicago fan, for that matter. I would hate to be a Chicago fan. It would be... Terrible. Not a good time either. The balls are pretty trash. Yeah, yeah, not great. White Sox have never been much, much chop. Much chop. No. Yeah. Anyway. World Series not that long ago, but we're getting kind of irrelevant here. So anyway, back on track. <laughs> we're drifting. We're drifting. Um, the Vikings under the guidance and um, cooking of Daryl. 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 Dalvin. Daryl cooking. Daryl cooking. Head chef Daryl. Who the hell is Daryl? He's cooking. Dalvin cook. He's just running absolutely wild at the moment. Um, Pure wicked. Yeah, he is a wicked, wicked running back. 34 to 20 oh, he's here. He's a wicked wing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> 34 to 20 here. They got the job done easily over the boringest football team in the NFL, the Detroit Lions. Wow. Um, 34 to 20, as Sorry, I mentioned. No, I and it, yeah, I don't know what there is to say here outside of old mate Daryl Dalvin Cook. Um, <laughs> Kirk Cousins got away with another one here, Shinazi. Oh, like once again, Dalvin Cook just... We, we said it before. Yeah. It's the same with Cleveland as well. You're not going to win by putting a game in your quarterback's hands. Correct. So you've got to get around. Yeah. Dalvin Cook blew up for 200 yards. First time he's ever had a 200-yard game. But Dalvin Cook, what is it? His last two games, he's had 478 yards and six touchdowns. Yeah. That From is scrimmage huge. as well. That's massive. That's scrimmage. Yeah, not, scrimmage. Not, not just rushing. Not but just yeah. rushing. Mm. But that is huge. Uh, it's massive. You've got to check they it out. They had more rushes on the weekend than they did... Th- um, Passes. If you haven't seen it, you've got to check out the highlight tapes of mm. him. Like the last couple of weeks, some of those runs and catches he's breaking off is Absolutely ridiculous. Mm. He shouldn't be able to move like that. Mm-mm-mm. And he was the difference in this game. 100%. The Lions, once again, if I was a Lions 
fan, I'd be spewing because although Stafford's, you know, not getting towards the end of his career, you've mm. potentially missed out on Tua and uh, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert mm-hmm. by taking Jeff Okuda at pick four. Yep. Would not yeah, be it's happy. Not a bad, it's, yeah, that's not a bad point you raised there, Schnaz. Not a bad point at all because you could have sat him for a few years, let him learn, and then, but I mean, really... Why would one of them want to go there either? Like, no, no, no. Just good, completely, good they've, they've almost wasted the entirety of Matthew Stafford's career and he's yeah. been there for like the best part of 10 to 12 years. It's a joke. Oh, and it's they have never been Unreal for both of those fellas. Yeah. But I was just, if you're a Lions fan out there, just thinking, seeing what Herbert's doing, seeing what... T- t- what t- are the did. Lions at the moment? So they're three and five. Yeah. So with the amount of quarterbacks coming out again, the opportunity is probably going to be there at the end of this year as well because at the moment, they're picking in the top 10 again. This is... No yeah. doubt. So... But, you know, know, would you want to see one of these exciting young quarterbacks go to Detroit? No. Like, it's just, I don't, we've touched on it multiple times now. It's starting to, you know, ring true that this is just... But when are Detroit going to do something and actually fix that franchise? Yeah, like, yeah well, this, that's it's it. It's been that's... beyond a joke for, like, 20 years. So, where, where does it come down to? It's coaching staff has obviously got issues with, ownership. with him. Mm. Ownership is what that's I was That's why Jacksonville are no good. Correct. Mm. Jacksonville ownership just don't care. It's a you, money-making ball. You like, need personality. You need charisma. You need something that people want to get behind. That's what sports are. That's why fans, like, jump on these teams that have that kind of sports narrative. Like Detroit don't have any identity. No. You know? Like Miami made it like Miami were an absolute basket case a year, a year ago. Yeah. And they've turned it all around in the space of a year. They completely went build defense first. They didn't care about the offense. They had an identity. They went out and did picked what they wanted, got cap space, got draft picks, bought it all in. Like why did like Detroit, that's what Detroit should do now. Just blow it all up and start again. Because at the moment, what you're doing ain't working. When you talk about building a brand in a marketing sense, it's mm. often about attributing an identity to it that people can relate to. Now, I think you can see that trend throughout the NFL. You know, you've got those defense-heavy teams, you know, those really gritty kind of run-the-ball-down-your-throat Titans teams. You've got the high-powered offenses. All these teams have identities that people know what they're going to watch and get excited about seeing. Yeah. Now that you get the Lions, I don't know, are you expecting to run the ball? You've got Swift, Johnson and Peterson there all doing nothing. They've yeah. been no good since Megatron de- retired. Correct. Yeah. It's a joke. And it's hard to blame him for retiring early. No, no well, what would the next five years have got him? Nothing. Mediocrity yep. even more. Or so. a bad injury. But yeah. that's the hardest part there is you're comparing uh, an attractive free agency spot in Miami. Yeah, okay. Yeah, to that's Detroit. True. Yeah, there's geographical concerns there. And, you know, but you know, if you've got the money, players will come play. So. Yeah, sit, yeah, that's the thing. Like... Players were turning up to Kansas City a few years ago, like because they had the money and things like that. Like Kansas City, let's be honest, it's not a destination city. Like you're uh, easy, going, like you're not yeah. going to w- live in the Midwest. Yeah, it's okay, like, but like we've got. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, it's not business. Miami, is it? <laughs> it's not Miami. <laughs> a fair few, but like even like live there. even like in Detroit, like if you've got the money, people will go. Yeah, yeah, like true. unless true. you really like Fords. Yeah, I suppose you could be a <laughs> the Motor like. City, baby. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Jacksonville Jaguars. Hopefully, you haven't offended too many of me people back. In um, kids, I was going to well, say. I don't think you kids. said. Yeah, I don't home. think you said anything specifically. It was yeah, just one of us. Yeah, we operate as a collective. So I think. Yeah, sometimes. we still got our own Gmail. We don't want to get paid with you. <laughs> You're a prick. The Jaguars and the Texans. Um, the Texans just got the job done here and probably escaped the scything remarks of all of us here. Scything. And certainly their fan base. You know who's um, not going to s- escape a scathing remark from me? Yeah. JJ Watt. Yeah. Okay. Let him go. Here we so go. So JJ Watt. Sit back, boys. <laughs> it's not going to be that bad. JJ Watt came out and he was the one that was influential in getting Bill O'Brien the flick. Yeah. So Bill O'Brien's gone as a result of JJ Watt and what he said in the bust up they had at training. Great. Now, JJ Watt comes out after the game, a game they've just won, and said he's not interested in sticking around for a rebuild. Mate, you've just got your coach sacked at the start of the season and you think you're going to be contending? 
Get a grip, JJ. You've just got your coat sacked, and now you don't even want to stick around for the long term. It's players like you that turn into show ponies who think they are bigger than their teams. And look, go talk to Antonio Brown. No one is bigger than the team, and not you, not O'Neill Beckham, not Brown, and even not even Colin Kaepernick. So you can all go do one. JJ Watt! I can't believe you chucked Colin Kaepernick. It wasn't going to be that bad. He's going to have a big sip of that water. Colin just got a drop up on her. He's sweat on his brow. He's blowing up in here. I don't know. He's hot. They just won a game, though, and he's come out and said that. I don't know the last time JJ Watt had a look in the mirror, but he's not exactly a young man. He's not having a great year. I've already told him he's not the best Watt brother anymore. Yeah, so he probably has to have a The wheels are coming off. They are absolutely coming off. And I. Look, they didn't end up having that fire sale, which we thought they might. Yeah. But they've gone out and beat Jacksonville by two points, who had a quarterback who barely beat out Mike Glennon in the week (laughs) because Gardner Minshew was out. Yeah. So that's a great win if you're a Texans fan. (laughs) It's me being heavily sarcastic for those who can't see me. As he wears a Texans shirt as well. A long sleeve as well. He's, he's, a a box. Box. <laughs> he's, Good a, God. he's a passionate Yeah, man. it was a crap game between two AFC South. Yeah. <laughs> two AFC South opponents. This game sucks, so oh, let's not spend any no, I'm on done this. I'm done with that. Congratulations to what was his name? Luton, I think was yeah, his name. Luton, the uh, Jake Luton. Um making his start there and you know, he had, he had a reasonable game, but obviously three hundred and four yards of yeah, a touchdown. So not nothing, bad effort. nothing to um nothing through, to snooze at. Yeah. Well, you know, take that. Put that up on the wall. Mum and dad would be proud. Colts sure. and take, <laughs> take the clipping out of the paper. <laughs> Colts and the Ravens. Um, I was out on a limb here. I thought the Colts might have been able to sneak one here, but no. The Ravens got up twenty-four to ten. It's a game um, of two halves here. It really was. It really was. There was um, a couple of interesting it moments. It really was, my friend. <laughs> well, no, it, it was. Baltimore yeah. had fifty-five yards in the first half. Correct. Yeah, yeah. that defense was showing Whereas up. He had two hundred one. Baltimore were just lucky that Indy didn't put any points on the board. Yeah, because but to be fair, at halftime they went in down ten to seven. So, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they only got fifty five yards. Yeah. They're just yeah, lucky yeah. that Indy didn't put up any more. Well, they points. had they had the um the strip fumble that they returned. As, yeah. Did you see the highlight when Phil Rivers pretty much fell over his own feet? There was no one within ten yards of him. Yeah. And then the, the defender just ran over the top. Must have been watching Daddy Stumbles tape. Oh, yeah. sweet chili Philly. He just keeps on giving that. But blow. then Indy didn't put up any points in the second half, so that's pretty pathetic. You're not going to win a lot of games doing that, are yeah, you? Yeah, I so, think you got right after yeah. we put him in the elite eight as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It is the kiss of death. It has been the kiss of death before. So yeah. it's happened to some teams again this week. It has. Mm. We'll get to that. Don't worry about that. Um, stay tuned. Probably tomorrow you'll be seeing that episode. But hey, shout out as well to the Baltimore Ravens as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've scored 20 plus points in their last 31 games, which is the NFL record. Yes, uh, I did say that. That is so a they good are, effort. They are putting up points consistently, yep. which is good. They'd be chuffed with that. I think, yeah. he, you know, we touched on Lamar slightly in the good call, bad call segment. Like, you know, he didn't have another. He didn't have a great game here. You know, low numbers. Mm. The rushing isn't electric. So, I think he had fifty odd rushing yards. And yeah, interesting in thing here. you say there, Blaze. So as I've said before, they're not a come from behind team, right? Now, yeah. you know, they were only behind by three points at halftime, so it's not a massive comeback. Yeah. But this is the first time they've come back from trailing at halftime to win a game since two thousand and eighteen. Wow. Jeez. Okay. So. I mean, granted, they probably haven't been behind at halftime in that many games. What, year did, he, what year did he get there? Was he there in that 2018? That was the first one. He got, yeah, okay. he got started yeah, he about halfway through. Yeah. Halfway yeah. through 2018. That's right. Yeah. 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 So he played the back end of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. He came in and then played all yeah. last year. This yeah. is his second season as yeah. a trial. Second, second full season. Third season. Yep. So he's still making season. his way. Um, a good result for them. Um, you, you see them in that, com, you know, that 
competition with the Steelers, obviously. They it's are, not really much of a competition at the moment. They are very consistent and they are a good yeah. team. But it's just when they verse that... that so anytime they verse a tier two, what I like to call tier two team yep. and lower, like this. they just beat them because they're a consistently good football team with a strong defense. Correct. Yep. But when you play those tier one teams who this year, obviously you're looking at the Chiefs, you're looking at... Um, Certainly in the AFC, those Pittsburgh. two. You're yeah. looking at your Pittsburghs and you're potentially Seattle. even looking at you know your Seahawks, your Titans. Titans. Well, you've got, you got Bills as well now. So. Yeah, that... They just sort of seem to struggle against those sides. Yep. So anyone against tier two and lower, look, mark it down as a win for them. And that's why they're going to end up with a great record. But when they come down to playing those tier one teams in the, in the playoffs. That's that ongoing question with them that we've yep. touched on before. I think you, they can't prove They've us. They've done nothing. Th- they have done nothing. Exactly right. Until you see, until you get runs on the board, you'll get no credit, unfortunately. Absolutely. And that's the way it goes. It's tough, but that's it. Um, the Bills here with, it, with that marquee matchup, we're begging, begging for them to kind of come out it. and win. Yep. They did take it out, 44-34 to 34 here against the Seahawks. The Seahawks take a stumble here, yep. and Buffalo on the back of a big, big game from Josh Allen, a real statement game from him. Absolutely, guys. They did what they had to do here, and I could, like, even though I didn't tip them, I couldn't be more wrapped for them, because let's yeah, be yeah. honest, they'd been in a bit of a slide for probably the last three to four weeks, hadn't yep. been playing great. Hit the Mentioned skips. last week how they'd actually had more points against than they had four, and yet they were sitting at a 6-2 and two record. You gave them a little drive-by did. break. Yeah, did, yeah. I called them out for it, because it wasn't good enough. You were looking and for a marquee... A highlight win. Marquee win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, statement game. And that's what I got from him. So I couldn't be more happy for them. DK Metcalf was a problem again, but he is just a problem. But yeah. Josh Allen was absolutely slinging it. 415 yards, three touchdowns. Um, absolutely no rushing game from Buffalo no. whatsoever. No, no one had more than 18 Singletary's yards. Singletary's had a slow year. He has. I was yeah. going to say that. There hasn't but been much down. With but the inclusion are, of digs. They are going... They're a pass-heavy offense now. Yeah, they're going way further through the air, and he like he's doing more. He's doing a fair bit in the receiving game as well. Yeah, so yeah. he's not he's not just a a one down back. Like he's not just a rusher. So yeah. that's pretty good. But D- Diggs had 118 again. John Brown had 99 yards. Cole Beasley didn't do much, even though we did flag that we we might want to see Beasley. But he was he was only their fourth highest receiver on the weekend. So. Diggs now Spreading leads around the league well. in receiving yards. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Yep. So he's Is having a, him, him and Allen have had great. Yeah. Him and DK. Allen have had great connection all year, they considering have. the they lack really of have. preseason. Their chemistry is unreal. Yeah, they'll be really happy with that moving forward for the next couple of years. Oh, massively. So you got Josh Allen on a rookie deal still. Uh, yeah, yeah. they paid him yet? No, no, he's twenty eighteen draft as well. Oh yeah, so he's still a couple. Yeah, he's got one more year on his rookie deal. One year on the rookie deal. And then usually you've got an option for the fifth year. Yeah, yeah, because he was in the first. Yeah, I think the thing with the Bills here as well, the scoreline probably looks like it was a closer game than it was. No, yeah, it wasn't that close. They were up for the whole game, and they were up by you know three scores for most of the game. Yeah, I think at one point it might have even been like forty four to twenty. Yeah, so it was huge. that you've touched on before is the Bills defense, and it's been up and down a little bit, granted, but they really got after Russ and made his life difficult this game. Well, how many picks did he have, Slam? Was it? Uh, I think they might have had... Well, they definitely had three, three turnovers. So yeah. I reckon he had two picks and he had one one where he got sacked and fumbled yeah, it and correct. lost the ball there yeah, as well. So, yeah. But they were in his face all day causing absolute the havoc. As- yeah. The pressure aspect they're, was massive. Their yeah, defense they were better... Team. Buffalo were better on both sides of the ball on the weekend. Yeah. They'd been down on both sides of the ball probably for the best part of a month and they were better on both sides. Yeah. And I think this should give them some confidence because this is the first time they've been 7-2 since 1993, which is yeah, 27 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. So Jim, they are absolutely flying. Yep. But one thing I'd like to point out here, which is probably might have missed a good segue opportunity mm. here, but it's okay. they need to keep winning because Miami is winning. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They well, can't take their foot off. Like we 7-2, so they're only... 
what are they? Two games in front. Yeah, two, two games in front. So we declared yeah. them as this division's almost over. Yeah. But Miami have just turned around and they look like under tour as well. They're going to be a bit more consistent mm. team who controls the ball. We, so, and, uh, and the Dolphins have had their bye yeah. and the Bills haven't. So if the Dolphins, like say yeah. the Bills had the bye this weekend and the Dolphins win, the Dolphins are only one game behind. Yeah. So I'm, they have to keep winning. I'm really looking forward to getting in that game. We've got a couple more to get Absolutely. through before we get there, but we'll, we'll probably spend a bit of time on that because there's some real storylines coming out of that one in terms of the entire NFL, in terms of its future at the quarterback position and a whole host yep. of other things mixed in. But before we get there, we're going to dig through the Falcons and Broncos matchup. You're yeah. Drew Lock. Uh, 34 to 27 here. The Falcons got the job done. Um, the Broncos couldn't recreate that magic that they had the week before. Well, here. They, they tried pretty hard. They Blaise. tried to. They had 21 yeah. points in the last quarter. Yeah. So, so Drew Lock is um, quickly becoming a fourth quarter specialist, but is, it wouldn't yeah. kill him to do a bit more before then. Would I would be have good thought. the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would be a good swap indeed. But the bit Falcons of a, bit of a breakout game. Corner. Bit of a breakout game for Jerry Judy. He had seven receptions for 125 yards it and a really score. Good. So yeah. he was looking. He was looking real good. He about. did. He did. He had a lot of. And maybe he had a, a bit of, of inspiration from the other side with Julio and Calvin Ridley, both from his. Or old from us. Calvin didn't play. Well, yeah, but they all went to the same college, didn't they? I think, I think they were three of them did. Oh, that's that's. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I Couldn't saw that. But anyway, don't lose your momentum. Keep mm. going. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say there. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's good. Um, sorry, with the Falcons here, is it almost creating false hope again, like on the back end of last season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they had that winning record going into the end of the year, and everyone's going, "Next year's our year." Yep. It's yeah. sort of shaping up to be the same way. I mean, Matty Ryan, Matty Ice, he's what fourth in the league in passing yards, and he's going to consistently do the same thing. But I reckon that team just got broader issues and. You know, it, it doesn't take one player to fix that. It's a more of a, a broader buy-in from the playing group yeah. and yeah, the it's front a, office. It's There's problems there. There is yeah. problems. And I think, like you say, quite rightly, Shinaz, last year they were, what, 7-9 and nine in the end on the back of a massive run home. Started 1-6. Mm-hmm. and six. You know, it feels like that again here. Yeah. You know, they're going to beat those average teams and they're going to get flogged by the good ones and you're going to well, stay right <laughs> in the middle and nothing's going to ever happen. Let's say somebody on NFL Network said, oh, I don't get... Don't don't sleep on the Falcons. Like maybe they'll sneak in for a wild card spot. Or how the hell are they going to do that? Mm. Like they're three and six. They'd have to at least play the Saints and the Bucks one more time each. So they're not beating them. Nope. That's three and eight. At, so they're going eight and eight at absolute best. That's if they run the table on everybody else. There's no yeah. way the Falcons are getting in. No. So like, and barring a small miracle, He's but there'll be teams with big enough wins in wild card spots to be in front of that. He so, would have just been trying to sell a headline, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. it's just crap. That's just shit reporting. To round that. <laughs> To round that last one out after that <laughs> from <on>. Slammer. <laughs> and in the last five games, the Falcons have won four of them against the Broncos. Yeah. So oh, it's one of those ones that maybe the Broncos bogey team is the Falcons. Yep. That'd be so. 20 years worth of dominance there too. Yeah. Look out. Um, the Chargers in a game... Like, they did yeah. it again. We expected for them to kind of... He's called it. <laughs> He's, called it. <laughs> He's had a great week on the tips. No, 12 we'll get, out of 14. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. We'll get to that. But hey, the Chargers again... Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Think they're going to win. They throw a touchdown at the end, um, and it gets ruled it incomplete. Gets ruled incomplete because it was fumbled as it as it came out, and um, you know they lose thirty-one to twenty-six well, in Blaise, char- in classic Charger fashion. Imagine again. I tell you these stats, Blaze. So I'll tell you at the end of the game without telling the score that Derek Carr had one hundred and sixty-five yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. Yeah. And that Herbert had three hundred and twenty-six yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. Hmm. How would you possibly think that the Raiders win by five points? Yeah. Because it's the Chargers. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. Absolutely mind-blowing. Probably Josh Jacobs is a fair reason. Even the that. rushing yards are bugger all different. So it must, mm. like, oh, I don't know how the Chargers do it. I really don't. It'd be terrible. And mm. I know they don't have any fans to be upset about yeah. this kind of result. But with that's that said, lucky. 
<coughs> anyone that watches them from afar would be quite frustrated with the way that they just refuse to win games. They win. They should win. Yeah, they're a much better team than two and six. Yeah, 100%. Be they just fall apart at the end and just find remarkable ways to lose. Well, imagine what type of talent they're going to add in the off-season with their draft picks. Because one player who... They've been saying this for years. I know. They but they've they've year. got a quarterback now, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And they're going to get old mate Derwin James back as well. Yeah. Well, we've said that before. Yes, we have. But I think one thing to point out here as well with the Chargers, Joey Bowes didn't play. Mm. And he's their, yeah, their best true. player on defense with Derwin James out. And him yeah. and Ingram, one on each side of the line, going hell for leather to get to yeah. Derek Carr just wasn't happening. So you just put all your effort into blocking Ingram and you secure up the pocket. Yeah, well, Von Miller hasn't played all year either for the Broncos and they've won more games than the Chargers. Yeah, no, the Chargers got bigger issues than that. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that, but I'm saying Joey Bowes is this game in particular. For him. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, they... The main point, the main takeaway for me is Herbert has gone out above 300 again. Yeah. He's moved into favourite for the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah. Offensive rookie yeah. of the year. Yeah. 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 Almost checked myself. I think I'm making a mistake even when I'm not. Yeah, it's the sweat box. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sweat and box. Because you often talk absolute trash. Oh. Mm, so true. How's this though? The Chargers are the absolute whipping boys of the AFC West. They have lost their last nine games against AFC West opponents. You're kidding. No. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Nine games. That's like so. That's how many games you play? Six a year. So it's like a year and a half's worth of. So they've lost games. to the the Raiders what three times across that period? The Broncos and the Chiefs. Yeah, they would have lost to them all three times. Yeah. So you can so run off the Chiefs, but you should losing to the Raiders <laughs> and the Raiders haven't been flash hot. No, <laughs> and the Broncos. What are the Raiders' record, by the way? Is it five and three? Five the and Raiders three. are actually not doing too bad. Yeah, they're going all right. They'd be happy with how it's looking. They're um they're uh, in Sean the uh, sixth wild card spot at the moment. Yep. They've, they've obviously tied with Miami, who are also in. They've obviously three. got the deck stacked against them from the get go in the division they're in. Absolutely. But, yeah. You know, you can go about it. You get to a wild card. Funny well, things. Denver and LA playing worse. Yeah, well, correct. Said the Raiders beat the Chiefs. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly right. Yeah. I mean, you get to the wild card playoffs. are funny things. Um, you know, stuff can happen. Absolutely. Um, the Cowboys and the Steelers in almost the upset of probably the cool. season if this Absolutely had gone the other way. Um, the Steelers did get over line 24 to 19, but the Cowboys had a shot at the end to win it. Mm. Um, it got broken up, unfortunately. So, well, unfortunately, depending on which way you go with that. But yep. it was 19 to 24. The no, Cowboys defense came to party a little bit. Their defense looked good for once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, they definitely um, played way better than they have been all year. It's probably the Cowboys' best all-round performance of the entire season. Now, I know they still didn't win, yeah. but I would, I'd be fairly they confident saying that's probably their best performance. They didn't look bad. So, I think Garrett Gilbert is his name. Yep. He came out of the practice squad, and I think he was the fourth or fifth stringer in the competition midweek, some other no-named. Mm. Um, he came out, and he actually played well, a lot better than our old Danucci. mate Danucci. Yeah, I was flat to not see Danucci again. Oh, if we saw Danucci again, that would have been like a, probably a six-point six game or six-score game. Yeah. They, Danucci was horrible, and the Cowboys were horrible the week before, but they got around Garrett Gilbert, and you sort of saw a bit of buy-in from the players as well. Yeah, I he thought that. He looked like yeah. he had a bit more control, a bit Definitely. more respect, and I think the defense came along to it. So, you know, if the Cowboys... If Garrett Gilbert can play up to this level for the remainder of the season, given the division they're in... Yeah, they're only a game and a half back. They're a game yeah. and a half behind the Eagles. Who they have in the next week or the next two weeks? It's a good question, mate. I don't have it in front of me. So. No, they've got them soon because obviously they've only played them once this season. Mm. Yeah. And they've got probably another game against the Giants and probably another <laughs> game against... Yeah, they'd have another game against the football team. Football team. Yeah. Like, they are every chance of still making the playoffs oh. if Garrett Gilbert... Can play like that, and the, the defense comes yeah. direct. There's a lot of ands and a lot yeah. of ifs, but they've done pretty well there on the weekend. But it was against promising. A, a top, a top flight defense in Pittsburgh as well. Andy Dalton's not out to pasture just yet either. No, he's, but he's, why? He's why? Why, why were they not playing like that for him two weeks ago? Yeah, is what I want to know. That's 
that's just bizarre. How's this though? CD Lamb is now already into fourth place all time for the most receptions by a rookie. Yeah, they've okay. played nine weeks. Yeah, so he's gonna nine weeks. He's gonna probably shatter the ceiling on that one. Well, yeah. So he's had forty-four receptions, fourth yeah. most already. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. I don't know. The, you know, obviously someone might have had an amazing rookie season yeah, yeah, and had yeah. like a hundred catches, but he's trending. That's a pretty good rookie he's season trending. already to be fourth most all time and um, have only been nine games into your debut season. Does anyone here? think that the Steelers' record at the moment is a bit of empty calories? Well, I don't think you can say that at the moment, Blaze, based on the fact that they beat the Ravens. Yep. But in two weeks, I think it's two or three weeks' time, they get the Ravens again, and this one's in at home mm. in Pittsburgh. So you'll probably learn a bit then. But I don't want to get too negative on the Steelers here because I think when you're a much better team than the opposition you're coming up against, you can Harder sometimes to get up just sort of play... It was play, in Dallas as well. You can sort of just play to their level a little bit, like yep. we saw with the Chiefs and uh, the Raiders the other week and the Chiefs and the Carolina on the weekend. So yep. I wouldn't get too up against them, but... I yeah. was nervous for Steelers fans. Yeah. yeah. When um, Big Ben went off injured at the end of the second quarter... Yeah, that would have been worrying. Rudolph had to come in. He was sort of limping, probably got a nice jab, got mm. some quarter zone in there. If he's... <laughs> Same thing happened last year. If he doesn't play, they are no good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has to play. And, that, and if you're a Steelers fan or you're the Steelers front office out there, go get yourself a good backup quarterback. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You've because got, at the moment, they've got everything else working. Got everything. Don't they? Chase Claypool is absolutely firing. Juju Smith was huge on the weekend. Yeah. yeah, he had a big game. He was huge. And he sort of come to the party as well with Chase. And they, their defense is flying. They need like, to put that insurance policy in place. I think Fitzpatrick was unreal on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. He had another pick. He was huge. But yeah, as you said, that insurance policy just needs to be there because mm. you have no confidence when Mason walks out onto the no. field. And no. you, you sneakily shot that up on the social straight away, didn't you? you? As soon as I saw him come out there, I was like... <coughs> straight up, the rocket mm. goes straight up. Um, the Cards and the Dolphins, we made it. Um, this was probably our favourite game of the week, I would have Absolutely. thought. Absolutely, this was a great game. Um, we got to see the future of the NFL in terms of these two fantastic young quarterbacks, Tua and Kyler. Um, they went toe-to-toe in college on many occasions. The Heisman race came down to these two before Kyler left for the NFL. Um, it was Tua that came around with the chocolates this time uh, in a game that was up and down. We saw a big bomb from Kyler um, to Christian Kirk, mm. <coughs> as they tend to do recently, which seems is a, is a good highlight every time they do. But I, I think the main takeaways here, Miami Dolphins just keep on rolling. Absolutely, Blaze. Four on the trot mm. for the Dolphins now. That, and I think I read somewhere that that is the first time they've won four games in a row since about 2016. Okay. Um, this is a massive win. I don't think many anybody really would have expected them to beat the uh, Cardinals in Arizona. No. Um, so, huge result there for them. Much better game here from Tua on the weekend than in his first game. But, you know, I can't be I'm not going to bash him too hard on the no, first game. 20 out of 28 uh, completions there, uh, 248 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Also nope. had, he added 35 on the ground personally himself on yeah. seven carries. Um, so really, he's not, only good things to say about Miami here. He's not the dynamic runner that Kyler is in terms of that zip and you know rapid pace, but he's, he can he handle himself when he's running yeah. ahead of the line of scrimmage. Yeah, He had some great, great moments on the weekend where the offensive line just completely broke down and he mm. had to make stuff up and he scrambled for first downs and things like that. Just made some really mature decisions mm. as well with the football. Yep. One thing I took away from this game was just the Cards' defense almost played how we sort of expected to them at the start of the season. Yeah. yeah. Their defense is struggling a bit, and it started the season well when we were getting behind them, but they gave up a lot of points against Seattle, which everyone is admittedly. Mm-hmm. They're giving up 31, uh, 34 sorry, to the Dolphins. Yep. Probably shouldn't be doing that, especially with the second game quarterback in. Yeah. So that's a concern for me with the Cards is we know their offense is good. We know that Kyle is gifted. We know they've got one... It, 
the best wide receiver in the game. Maybe not best this year. Yeah. Yep. But he's up there. But he's up there. The, the, their offense is not the issue. I think they're just a little bit, I think maybe immature at the moment. I think you get, sometimes you get a really, really good Cardinals team, like, yeah. they, like we saw against Seattle. And then on the weekend, you get a little bit down. Maybe they took it a little bit easy or mm. just didn't quite play to their full potential. And they've let themselves down and probably lost a game there that they shouldn't have lost. Probably a, bit, that. Yeah. a bit premature on rating them that high, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, they did well, go up on the bye, didn't they? They went up two weeks from the bye. They so. did, yeah. <laughs> that might have been an oversight from us. Um, Dolphins fans, keep on rolling. It must be fun for you guys to finally enjoy Absolutely. some success. And, and they haven't lost a game since I got that to Aganzi. So Is that right? Far <laughs> out. Look out. Um, the Saints and the Buccaneers. Tom Brady. It just I think this game can be summed up. They didn't get a first down, the Bucks. Until midway through the second, they got they just had nothing. They got absolutely obliterated, and now this happens. And I'm not writing off the Bucks because that would be silly. However, these games do come along every now and then where you just get, you know, you get piled. Things aren't working for you. Have an off night. I think the, yep. w- the worst part about all of this is one, it's a divisional matchup, and now they've lost both games to the Saints, yeah. and they've been abs- yep. haven't lost them. They've been smashed. smashed. Yep. Did you know Brady in his career had never been swept, swept yep. by a divisional opponent? Now, that tells you how absolutely dog shit the, NF- the AFC East has been for the last <laughs> 20 years. Because he's now been in a new division for one season and he's been swept. How about that stat line with Marshawn Lattimore covering Mike Evans? Seen that? No. So, so give it to so me. So every time that, Mar- that Mike Evans has been targeted while Marshawn Lattimore has covered him this mm-hmm. year, something like six targets or something along those lines. Yeah. Zero catches. Wow. Zero. It stems from yeah. a... They had a bit Not of a bad. push and shove. Completely. Was it two years ago? Correct, yeah. Where he's like, uh, Marshawn pushed... Winston or something and then just and then Evans Mike Evans just came out of nowhere yeah. mm. but touching on Tom Brady's worst uh, losses or like yeah. losses biggest, biggest losing margin ever so that's his biggest losing margin ever mm. and that's his biggest loss since the game in 2014 who do you think that side was? the Bills no I got right on it was the Chiefs ah. they lost 14 to 41 and prior to that in 2005 was his second biggest loss and it was 17 to 41 was that the Bills? yes that was the okay, that was the one I meant then <laughs> and then prior, and there's only been one game where he hasn't put up points. And then, sorry, that was a, a game against, I believe it was also the Bills. Uh-huh. However, this week, they they were no scores for the first three quarters. They yeah. were every day they were rubbish. to get shut out. Oh, absolutely rubbish. It they was, were just rubbish. It was appalling. 209 yards, no touchdowns and three picks. That's a that's an awful game for Tom Brady. There's it, a slight touch of Drew Brees walking up to Tom after the game and giving him a smile. and just. You guys, not, that's not, massive though. Like, because yeah. really, that... like. The NFC race now completely goes through New Orleans if it doesn't go through Seattle because, like, essentially, that's a two-game swing there between the Buccaneers and Saints because they're in front of them now. So the Bucks will have to get in front. If they're tied, the Saints are going to win. Yeah. Like, so if they're tied at the end of the year, the Saints have got all the tiebreakers in that division. So now the Buccaneers are going to have to finish. I don't even think record. it's that. It's just the Bucks come up against the Saints. The Bucks are going to just be like have that mental scar that they've come up against them twice this year and yeah. they've been absolutely smoked. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest takeaway for mine. 100%. 100%. Apologies, um, sports fans, if you're watching us on YouTube, we have to shut the door because it sounds like a thunderstorm's rolling in there, mm. boys. Be the light. I can't wait to get that side into it, Blaze, and <laughs> out of this absolute sweat box. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> cool off a little bit. Last game? We've got one to go, and it's a, it was a... We thought it was going to be crap. a snoo- it was gonna We thought it was going to be a snoozer. It was close, but it was still crap. The Jets managed to cough up the unlosable and come down... And 20, thank God they did, Blaze. 27 to 30 here. The Pats came away with a field goal, a walk-off field goal to win mm. it. Well, it's good to see the first time in the last four weeks that the Jets have scored points in the second half. Yep, got to love it. Yep, <laughs> yep got to love it. Great, yep. huge. 
Funny thing here, well, not even funny, Joe Flacco. <laughs> it's sad. Right. It's sad they lost. <laughs> no, I, no were... I had money on it, so I'm very happy they lost. Oh, well, they were up. They were up big here. They looked yeah. good. Like they in the first up. half. Joe Flacco, what I was going to say, Joe yeah. Flacco looked good. Yeah. And then just the Joe we've come to, you know. Know and love. Know and love mm. in the last three seasons. He ain't smoky, Joe. Went to water. <laughs> But um, it was pretty funny because he was actually he was actually playing that well that the broadcast actually <laughs> brought up his the um Super the Super Bowl, Bowl run yeah. and yeah. his you know the uh, that Super Bowl run that he had. They've been waiting years to use those. Yeah, those someone's as well. That's the sad part. Someone's just sat there and they pulled out <laughs> yeah. this star, this stat. Sorry, it's been sitting on it everywhere. It's like. Is it Denver last year? And then he's gone, no, we can't use it. No. Is it New York this year? Like, probably never going to be able to use it. And he comes out to use it, and he's lighting up. 20 points in the yeah. first yeah. half, and they go, run it now. Well, I'll tell you what, Perry. Who the hell is Jacoby Myers, and how did he have 12 receptions for 169 yards today? Yeah. That's a good day for him. He's an undrafted is. free agent well, in the 2019 draft. What yep. a breakout star then. You saw Perry, Perryman and Crowder on the other side for the Jets. Um, it just put together a nice little game there. So yeah. Especially the Crowder first Crowder had an unreal reception yeah. as well. Real yeah. bit of toe drag swag there. I, the I like Crowder. I think Crowder's got a bit of going <laughs> He'll in. He'll be happy to hear that, Blast. Unfortunately, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, he played for the Jets. <laughs> I was going to say, you hate to hear this. He's yeah. stuck in the worst team in yeah. the bloody league. But That's anyway, so true. Um, they came away 30-27. to 27. That's all that you have to worry about in terms of the games for week nine, folks. It is. With regards to the tips, and every time I have to do this, it is just getting more and more embarrassing. But hey, Schnazzy stacked 12 of 14 this week, a total of 97 he is at now. Slammer mm. came in a bit short on nine. Yeah, he finishes on 92, which is five behind Schnazzy. Yeah. And languishing with an eight this weekend at just a mere 80, 12 behind Slammer in second and a full 17 tips, which is... Well it's beyond, more than a round, Blaze. Well more than a round yeah. um, behind the big dog to my left. Yep. So it's curtains for me. If you didn't think that already, I don't know what you've been, been thinking it for weeks. I think that after week five when your best bet was done. Very good. Whack! <laughs> <laughs> That's one, two, three, four clips. <laughs> it's hot in here, Schnaz. You don't have to turn me in your punching bag, mate. Socials, Facebook, Instagram... And TikTok, Slim Slam and the Bandwagon Fan for all your um, social media needs there. SSBF Podcast on Twitter. Um, and of course, when it comes to podcasts, anywhere you get them, Slim Slam and the Bandwagon Fan and likely the video cast here on YouTube. Also, Slim Slam and the Bandwagon Fan. Subscribes, likes, follows, all the rest of it, all the good stuff. You know, you've been hearing it from me for weeks and weeks and weeks. It does help us. It means a lot to us as well. We're going to continue to push out that giveaway. So we've got one week to go on that bad boy. So keep sending us in your screenshots and screenshots, screenshots, screenshots even. And um, we'll keep adding you to the list and starting to monitoring your kind of sharing activity because we're really looking forward to giving you away. You can get one of these if you want them. Otherwise, an NFL Guernsey is on the way for you very shortly. So with all that said, Slammer, do you want to yeah, kick us yep. off and so we can go cool off Thank somewhere? God, Blaze, because it is hot. <laughs> it here. is hot. He's been slim. I've been slammed. That's the sweaty bandwagon fan. Good night.